Oh, I so hope you are doing well. It is 9 o'clock at night here. This is the last night of vacation. <laughs> Tomorrow morning I wake up, I do my thing, and then work starts back up for the first time in two weeks. I'm actually looking forward to it, but also I'm like, ah, I could do another week. <laughs> I bet that's how it always is, right? You like don't want to give up vacation once you've had it because it's such a sweet feeling. Two weeks was a lovely long time, but... Yeah, I could do another week. No problem. Okay, that's not what I want to talk about today. What I do want to talk about today is I came back from Mexico this time kind of thinking that at the end of the year when my lease ends here in New York City that I would be moving to Mexico. Now, my condo that I have – so if you don't know, I bought a condo that's getting developed in a building that's – like it doesn't exist yet, but I bought it. And September of next year, we should have it completed. My buddy Serge is building this building. And then I'll have a place there. Now, when I bought this place, I honestly thought, this is an investment property. I will Airbnb it, you know, like nine to ten months of the year. And then for the other two to three months, I will use spread throughout the year. When I go down, maybe I'll go down for work, maybe for play, for vacation, whatever. But I'll have my little... Playa del Carmen home base where everything's familiar to me and it's you know full of all my stuff and things like that but mainly it's an investment now this vacation I just had in Mexico was absolutely wonderful and one of the really cool things that we got to do was I went to dinner with basically four other neighbors so we're at a table of five and everybody at the table is somebody that will own a unit in the building when it's built right and it was really cool. I was basically sitting around my neighbors, and uh, two were people I'd never met. One was someone I met just a little bit, and then one was my good buddy, Serge, right? And what I noticed quickly at that table of five is that everybody has a different personality here, but they're all – we all share a common bond. We all have really good humor. Everyone's laughing at each other, and the vibe just feels very, like – it felt like Seinfeld. Like it felt like everyone brings a very unique story and personality and way that they their like their thought processing. We all bring something different than the other people at the table. And that's like a really cool dynamic, especially when you feel like you can trust and love all the different personalities, but you know they all bring something different. That's like a really cool feeling. I think it's one of the reasons why we love shows like Seinfeld and Friends and things like that. They're all different, but they're all kind of relatable, and they're all lovable, but they're all different, right? So depending on the different combinations of people, you get different types of conversations, actions, events, things like that. Anyways, I digress a bit here. I absolutely loved it. We had a lovely dinner, and then we went out dancing afterwards, and it was so fun to the point where basically by the time I was done, I was thinking – you know, maybe this isn't an investment. Maybe I'm just going to live here, and these are going to be my neighbors, and I'm going to live in Mexico, and my life's only in Mexico, and this is going to be it, and I'll go back to the States to see friends or my family or something like that, but Mexico's home. And I got back on the plane coming back to the U.S. thinking that, like, okay, instead of even waiting all the way till it's done September of next year, your lease is up at the end of the year. Maybe just go back home and enjoy the hell out of New York City for six months and then move to Mexico, like just live in an apartment, live in an Airbnb for the first nine months until your apartment's built and then move into that. And like I kind of came back and I was thinking about that on the plane ride home and I was thinking, yeah, that's that's what I'll do. Now, 
one day into being back in New York City today, and I feel like I've changed my mind on that thought. And I want to go into that a little bit and then explain some of the differences about New York City and Playa del Carmen and like why I still kind of lean towards New York City being better for me. But first, we're going to do that little 30-second ad slot, so I'll be right back in 30 seconds. So I'm coming back from Mexico, right? And I'm on the plane, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Even Don't even wait until September. Your lease is up at the end of the year. Enjoy New York City for six months, and then just sell it all and move down here. Like, make this your home. You can start now. Get an apartment until your place is built, right? And I kind of have that mindset coming back home. Like, I'm going to do that. And then one day in New York City, and I've second-guessed that. New York City is the only place that really the area itself feels like home to me. Now, home is a very unique word in my life. Yeah, let's talk about that. When I was seven, I knew that I was leaving central Pennsylvania where I grew up. It was the only home that I knew. It was the only area that I knew. And I knew in seventh grade, so what are you, like 12 years old then? I knew I was leaving. It felt like it was too small. The world was so big. Nobody leaves, and the and Central Pennsylvania was just too small for me. I needed something more, so I knew I was leaving. And then the moment I graduated high school, I picked up a job that I got to travel around the U.S. doing, and then after that, I moved to Florida. So you know, like I, as soon as I could leave, I left, and I knew that at 12 years old. That's a very unique thing for a kid to be thinking about. Where am I gonna go? And not because I'm trying to like escape my family. I have a fantastic family. One of the greatest gifts that I have and why my life is so privileged is because I have a fantastic family. And we'll talk about that here in just a moment when I start talking about what home used to be like. Um, ah, screw it. Let's just talk about now. <laughs> um, I used to use the word home as wherever my parents lived up until recently, up until New York City. Home is where my parents live. And the reason is that I've never been satisfied with an area where I live. Nothing felt permanent. So it was tough to call anywhere where I was specifically at home because it didn't feel like I was going to stick around. So I would fall back on the idea that home is where my parents are at. So when I say I'm going back home, that always meant I'm going back to my parents' house. And one of the greatest gifts I've ever been given by my parents, it is the, the biggest gift that I've always gotten, is that I always have a home to come back to. My parents love me. I love them. We are not just family. We are friends. And I, and I know that that seems weird, but having family members that feel like friends is even like a stronger family member bond because of the friendship, right? And I always have a place to come back to. And I can only live the life that I live and make these crazy little decisions that I always do and be this outlandish I can only really do this because I feel safe. And the reason I feel safe is because no matter what happens in life, the furthest I ever fall down is going back to my parents' house. And that is not a very far fall. This is the greatest blessing that I've ever been given. It's the greatest gift that I've gotten from my parents is that I have a place that I can always call home. And because I always have a home, it means I'm allowed to live whatever life I want. I'm allowed to take chances and go crazy with things. I'm allowed to make dumb decisions that might pay off later. And the only reason is because I can. And it's because survival, like there isn't really a survival thing. I don't ever have to worry about surviving. 
surviving at its worst spot is going back home. My parents got good place, love and friendship. There's a place for me. I don't even have to ask. I could just go back. If if shit went down tonight, I could get on a bus and literally or hitchhike and literally go home and it, it, like th- I I would be home, right? And it's awesome. I love that. I, I it's the greatest gift I've ever been given. I have little intention to like be married and have kids, but if that does happen in my life, especially if I do have a child, I will work long term always making decisions with the intention that that child can live a life of choice because they know they have a place to call home. That is that is what I've been given, and that would be my legacy that I would leave them, is that you always have a place to call home so that you can go live your best life. It's tough to live your best life when failing could mean homeless. You know what I mean? <laughs> to to know that you'll never be homeless allows you to live your best life. It's why rich people can like be successful, can like have like successful rich kids because you can take chances because it doesn't suck if you lose. It might suck short term, but long term, you know, you're going to do just fine. Anyways, going back here. New York City feels like home to me. It's the first place ever where an area feels like home. I always say that New York City like has accepted me. It's 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 crazy enough here. It's just crazy enough to accept me. And I was thinking about that today as I was walking around. And I was thinking, you know what's different? The big thing that's different is it. it's like it's in the noise of the city. First Blight Al Carmen. Let me explain that a little bit. And then we'll round this all up and put a little cherry on top and we'll move forward. Um, what I was thinking about is that both cities are very walkable. It's very friendly. It's very safe feeling to walk around Playa del Carmen and to walk around New York City. I love it. I love both of them. The dense population, people are out enjoying. There's lots of fun activities. There's lots of opportunity all around you. You can talk to anybody. Everyone's very friendly for for different reasons. Some are on vacation and some are just New Yorkers and they're just openly friendly. Like, it's a really cool thing. That stereotype that New Yorkers are assholes is like a complete lie. Like, this city is extremely friendly. It's one of the reasons I love it. But the noise and the reason for the noise is different. So in Playa del Carmen, almost all the noise is intentionally loud and in your face to in, to to force you to interact with it, to sell you something, to get you to do something, right? So like, for instance, all of the loud music basically comes from bars and restaurants in Playa del Carmen. And the reason it's there is because they're trying to entice you with a good time. Look how fun and loud it is over here. If you really like this, follow the music. Come on in. We are having a ton of fun in here, right? Also, you are taught you are talked to constantly in Playa del Carmen. Every like Mexican I swear is an entrepreneur at heart. Like everybody has their own business. Everybody's got a side hustle. Every single person. It's one of the coolest things about the place. Like all the way down to like children trying to sell you jewelry while you are at dinner to street performers just putting on something right in front of you and then walking around asking for donations to every single restaurant, shop, Everything, always having somebody out front of it trying to lure you in, trying to pull you in. We got really good food. Um, Even taxi cab drivers, they don't just drive by looking for rides. They actively get out of their car and they just go, taxi cab, taxi cab, wait, where can I take you? I want to take you somewhere. Come on, get in my cab, right? Drug dealers literally walk up to you and ask you 
if you want to buy weed, Molly, Coke, you know, like all that sort of shit. You know, it's weird, but like you are constantly bombarded with people trying to get your attention to get you to do something for them, right? That is part of Playa del Carmen. It is a big part about tourist destinations in general. Playa del Carmen is no different. Now let's take it back to New York City. New York City is also an extremely loud place as well. But the sound is passive. The sound is the result of a lot of people living their regular lives all at the same time. Horns and traffic, you know, it's not about you. It's about them. Um, you know, you're not sold to, like, all the restaurants are open, all the doors are open, there's a hostess, and no one's, like, trying to pull you in to sit down, you know? No one's, like, welcoming you in. You only talk, get talked to when you walk up to them. You go and you look at the menu, and they might explain something, or you step up and you say, table for two, you know what I mean? Like, you, you are, they are open, but but you are not forced to interact. The only place that doesn't match that description in New York City is Times Square. In Times Square, and go figure, it's the largest tourist town, so it's not so you can't just say it's just tourist towns outside of America. That's not true because Times Square is like its own little tourist town right in that little street. And you are constantly asked to take photographs with like Superman or Wonder Woman. Uh, give a donation to the Buddhist monk, buy the CD from the guy on the street, sign the petition for the fucking whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing that I actually dislike about Times Square because I love Times Square. I think it's so cool. All the lights and the magic and just you are in an epicenter. Like, people, every single human in the world knows what Times Square is. And it's kind of like this amazing place in a lot of people's eyes. And it's truly because it is kind of amazing. But the one thing that sucks is that you're sold to. <laughs> so other than that, in New York City, the only other time you're really like kind of sold to is like every now and then a homeless person will directly ask you for money. But most of the time, their panhandling is like shake the cup or say a general statement of asking for help out loud, not specifically at anyone, just in earshot of all these people. And then you make your choice whether you want to interact or not. The thing that I love about New York City is that you are constantly surrounded with infinite variables of opportunity. There's always something really cool to do, see, try, watch, walk through, eat, whatever. But you only interact with it when you make the first move. And then when you do that, it opens up in a very friendly, welcoming, or at least general way. Very rarely negative. And that's why I love this city. That's why I love this city so much is that there's so much to do. It's endless variables always around me. And then I choose what I want to be a part of or not. I love that. You can walk around this town all day long, enjoying everything around you, not saying a damn thing to anybody, and still feel like you were a part of it. When you're in Mexico, you're constantly saying no gracias or you're constantly actively ignoring people because they're just constantly talking to you. Now, I'm not saying one is bad or good. I think that they both have their places. But what I'm saying is my personality lends itself much more to New York City. And I love getting away to Playa del Carmen. So I believe that my perfect life is a life where I have familiarity 
in both places. I like to have a vacation feel that is familiar. So having an apartment with stuff that I don't travel with but is still mine in Mexico sounds awesome. My own bed with my own sheet choices, my own coffee machine. I know where it's at. It's right centrally located. But also, I'm surrounded with people I like. I have friends around me. I, there's people to do fun things with. And to do all those fun things in Playa del Carmen with. And that's super cool to me. But then also, my main home feels like it's New York City. I have... I would love to have a condo here that I own. I can customize. I can make it my my own for me, myself, my familiarity. But then also be like dug into the things around here. Like I love my gym. I love running in my park. I love just like shopping around at the Apple store. I love walking down Fifth Avenue. I love getting lost. I love going to a new museum. But like it's all part of home. It's part of everything here go to a Yankees game you know what I mean like things like that like I really I really 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 love that so I think that closing out here my dream life here and what I'm working on creating step by step decision by decision is to own a place in New York City to call my home and then to own a place in Mexico to call my vacation home it's an investment and also a spot of familiarity with friendship and community surrounding me, and both places are full of variable opportunity. That's what we're building here. All right. With that being said, it is 9.37. Time to brush my teeth, go to bed, and tomorrow starts that work day. I hope you enjoyed this little jaunt. I will talk to you tomorrow. I love you. Bye.